The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Bet $100, get $100 at winbet.com or download the WinBet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. Please make sure to fill out our listener survey for a chance to win $100 SGPN gift card. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survey. And we're back with the NBA Gambling Podcast, part two edition on a Sunday. It's crazy that we need a part two for a Sunday, but they just stuck all these games here on the slate. It's no game they... tomorrow, that's why, probably. Yeah, it's not because it's uh, National Championship mm-hmm. Day. And so you have two games on during the semifinals of the well, the final four, and now National Championship game, you have no games, mm-hmm. which is going to be crazy. I have no idea what me and Moon are going to talk about tomorrow. We're probably, I'm honestly just going to be playing with the iPad and the soundboard all episodes. So if you just want to hear me drop random sound drops, I'll probably be doing that tomorrow. Okay. We have the Sacramento Kings playing the Spurs. Okay, this should be great. Uh, minus 15 and a half is where it opened. It's, down, it's now up to 17. 244, I'm sorry. 244 is the total. Spurs, Zach Collins is not on the injury report. Well, he's on the injury report by saying he's not on the injury report. Keldon Johnson's doubtful, and Devin Vassell is out. Jeremy Sohan is out. Uh, Bates Doc questionable. Doug McDermott, probable. Romeo Langford, questionable. Okay. And for the Kings, Matthew Delvadova is on IR. I don't know who's still in the league. I said that last time. It had the same thoughts last time yeah i All mean right. off off instinct i would just take this uh, i would probably take the spurs just because the kings are coming off that big win i mean i don't want to bet it myself but i'll probably lean that way uh probably want to go with a big a, win they played houston i'm not houston they played portland no no i mean but that's that that got them in the playoffs like it broke the streak no nah, right? they actually they had a game after that and oh, okay, okay, okay 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 cool okay so cool. That, the, the the letdown the room for letdown spot is over they still oh, okay cool. yeah next well, game. that that throws a that throws a wrench in, in my whole handicapping. Uh I don't like anything in this game. Probably pass. If if you want to bet it, bet the Kings team total over. That's all I got. This is a disgusting so, game. Oh, I really need a chicken drop. Somebody send me a trick uh chicken. <laughs> Man, this is a disgusting game. You go bet the Spurs? <sighs> no, but we give out every single game. Yeah. Give me the I, Kings, I, minus 17. I'm I'm not I'll scared. I'll take the Spurs. I'll take the Spurs. I'm not scared terrible. I'm not scared to tell you to take the Kings. Give me Kings minus 17. Spurs are terrible. 244. Over. I like the over. Kings Kings might score 150 on on um on the Spurs defense. I'm going under. Wow. Yeah, I'm going under because I don't think that the Spurs as a team, I think that there are certain players, and I will get to that in a second. But as a team, I don't think the Spurs contribute enough to hit a 244 over. 
And I think that the Kings pack it in and mail it in once they're beating them so bad. So I understand why you would go over because you like the Spurs to cover. So that only makes sense. But I don't think the Spurs contribute to this at all. I'm going under 244. And in terms of props, where's my guy? Oh, they don't have his lineup. They don't have his lineup. Uh, Do they have his lineup? Where there you are. I've missed you, honey. I'm home. Malachi Branham over 15 and a half. And we're going to ladder that as far as we can take it as well. He's been great. And if you've been, you've been catching, you've been catching the props, you know, you know, got to go get my guy. I have probably no Kelton Johnson in this game. No Devin Vassell. Uh, who else was said that they was ruled out? Jeremy Swan. Yeah, it's, it's Kelton Johnson seasons. I'm not Kelton Johnson, but it's Malachi Branham season. So we're going to go Malachi Branham over the 15 and a half. I'm going to take that to 20. I'm going to take it to 25 because he owes me a 25 piece. I don't think <laughs> he got me to 20 the other day at plus 340, which was insane in his own right. And then he comes back and I think he had 19. And that was an inefficient shooting day. And then, um and uh Kelton Johnson was in the lineup. So Kelton Johnson was in the lineup. He had 19 on 8 for 21. This is it. This is the day. What do they have? Let me see what they have this at. Uh we can get oh you bastards. All right. They don't have it up now, but it'll be up later. I'm going on 25. All right. What else, what do you like? Yeah, I like Sabonis. Points, rebounds, and assists. Um, I have to look at his triple double. Uh, let me see if that number moved. That's what I was, I was going to bet that also. Um, but I think he has a field day on the inside. The only thing that worries me is the blowout potential. Uh, and these kind of mismatch of the games. I'm not sure how much, if any, uh, he plays later on. Um, his triple double is three fifty. Yeah, so I'll probably. You know, sprinkle something on that on the triple double, but that's the only one that I like as of right now. It's his points, rebounds, and assists. That number is forty nine and uh thirty nine and a half. I'm sorry, thirty nine and a half. Yep. All right. Let's see here. Oh yeah, give me Keegan Murray threes too. I think he has a big night shooting the ball. Yeah, I'm not such anybody for the Kings because I think Kings are going to be stopped playing by the halftime. All right, before we get to the next game of slate, got to talk to you about the presenting sponsor of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and that is WinBet, who is now active in a bunch of states, including Massachusetts, for all of my Boston backers that feel like losing money this playoffs. So if you want to bet NBA action, if you want to hop in on the national championship game today or tomorrow, then head over to WinBet. And if you haven't, sign up today, receive a special offer, bet $100, get $100, limit to state availability. And of course, you have our DGEN's only biggest long shot parlay of the week. You can get a $1,000 free credit if you hit the parlay with the longest odds. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Or subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Next game of the slate we have. Who is next up? The 
Detroit Pistons on the road to go play the Orlando Magic. Magic are laying 11. Dang, this went up to 11. Damn, it was eight and a half last night. Jesus. It was it was like nine when I was pulling everything up earlier. All right. So from eight and a half to 11, 225 is the total injury report for these two teams and for the Orlando Magic. Kevon Harris is out. That's about it. For the Pistons, Alec Burks, Rodney Magruder both out. You know that their main stars aren't playing. So it's basically the same lineup that's been playing for the few for these two teams. All right. 11 with the Orlando Magic. Yeah, to prevent the the chicken emoji, I mean the chicken uh, sound, I'll probably just lay it with Orlando. Ironically, Orlando has been like Detroit last year. You remember Detroit last year was covering like every game after the All-Star break? That's pretty much what Orlando's doing right now. They've covered nine of the last ten. Uh, they won four of the last five, playing really well defensively, um, allowing under 110 in three of the last five games. Detroit, eight in a row. They've lost. They've covered three in a row, though. Um, this is their fifth road game in the last six games. Uh, they're not interested in winning. Um, I think the Magic are still playing hard, even though they have pretty much nothing to play for except for just pride thing. Um, they're going to be – they're going to be good next year, so I think they're going to try to take that momentum in the next year. I think they blow out Detroit here, so give me Orlando land 11 and a half. I was more interested at eight and a half, but at 11, I think yeah, this I mean, is yeah. too much. <laughs> I think this is, I mean, it, but seriously, if you look at Detroit, they covered their last three three games. Yeah, they have. And all of them fit into this margin. You have to go back to March 24th against on the road against Toronto and on the road against Atlanta where the last two games where they couldn't cover this double-digit number. But past three games, they've been able – you know, they've hung around. And it's not like there's any major change to the lineup since then. I think that they're – dare I say, like at this point in the season, they're starting to – gel a little bit too much like i understand orlando is a good team and we like what orlando's doing and we think about the future but both of these two teams are thinking about their future orlando's just put it together a lot quicker but both of these two teams are playing people thinking hey we're getting ready for next year we're evaluating talent for next year this feels like kind of like one of those aau showcase games where you got all the best talents in the aau circuit and you know, a lot of them people aren't really on a good team, so they're never going to win anything, but they're able to go play here in the AU All-Star game and showcase it. Like, this is what it feels like. This is – 11 is too much. I'm not laying 11. Give me Detroit plus 11. 225 is total. What are you doing? Yeah, I'd lean under. Uh, like I mentioned, with Detroit's offense sucks, man. It does. It sucks. Uh, the only thing that, that I can see is Wiseman and um, – Wiseman and Bagley both just dominating on the inside because the Magic don't have a lot of interior dip. Uh, but they've been playing well, masking it up a little bit. Wendell Carter Jr. has been playing well defensively on the inside. So uh, I like the under here. Um, seven of the last ten have went under for Detroit. Four of the last, three of the last five for uh, Orlando have went under. So uh, both teams are playing somewhat of a slow pace. So I like the under here. Um, I'm sticking with the AAU showcase angle. Give me the over. <laughs> it, everybody, everybody showcases their talents here today. 
everybody is out here getting ready to score. Uh, JR, I talk about my boy Corey Joseph. Yeah, he is his prop is at nine and a half, and I think that is super interesting in this game. Like that, I think that might be actually one of the more interesting props in this game. Corey Joseph at nine and a half because we've seen him be able to go off before. What is? Let's go. Where is this thing at? And you're talking about no Burks, no Magruder. It's going to be shots there. Like he's going to have the shot attempts. Seventeen, thirteen, four. 12, 16, 13, 12, 22, 12, 17, 11, 14, 9, 3. That is the month of March for Corey Joseph. He's averaged 12.5 points over the month of March. On 47.3%, 47.6% from the field and 49.6% from the, uh, no, 40, I'm sorry, I said that wrong. 49.6% from the field and 47.6% from three. I mean, oh, Canada. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I'm going to have so much fun with this drop board. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we really do got to be okay. Nine and a half is criminal at this point. Like, it's really criminal. Yeah, I'll leave that to you, man. I don't, I'll say the only person I like is Ivy. Points and assists over 27 and a half. Over in four straight, he's been having a hell of a march. Like they're unleashing him, letting him play. He's got the ball going downhill. His jumper's looking a little bit better. Uh, so I think Ivy's going to be in for a big game here. Ivy's player pop a lot. I like. Man, that's the chalk angle. That's the chalk. The sharps. <laughs> the sharps are going Corey Joseph today. My at over nine and a half at minus one twenty nine. Come on. He's averaging 20, yeah, 12 and a half over the past month, man. And what was that? Like four of the last five, he's hit this number and cleared it. The sharps on Corey Joseph. Can I get a, can I get a ladder on Corey Joseph today? I'm going to get him 15 plus. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I might have to get that out on hardwood culture. That boy Corey Joseph been going crazy. Uh, no, all right, we're gonna have to wait closer to game time. Six p.m. Uh, Eastern tip for this game. Gotta wait closer to game time. But I will be on a Corey Joseph ladder. I will. Sorry, can't I can't not can do it. Yes, I'm on over. I'm on Corey Joseph. I'm on Bagley. If I gotta pick the bigs, I'm yeah, I don't know which Bagley. Uh, I looked at both of them, but I don't know which one is going to have a better game, so I just stayed away. But one of them is going to have a big game. I don't know which one. Yeah. Maybe I should just play both. Because Bagley can because Bagley can space the floor more with the outside, especially if he gets – if he's able to get Carter on him and they can use him to kind of pull Carter away from the basket a little bit. I might actually – what's Bagley's threes at? Bagley's threes are uh, Bagley, Bagley. Over a half a three at minus 135. Am I tripping? Probably can get, if you get, like, I would play it at one. Probably can get closer to even money. Am, am I tripping? Hasn't he been shooting that thing from three recently? 
Am I remembering these games wrong? I could be remembering these games. Wrong. Uh, let me see. I can read it. Let me up. see. Yeah. Okay. Oh for two. One for two. One for two. Oh for two. Four for five. That's the game I remember. That four for five game. Oh, okay. All right. I kind of get. I kind of get why it's at a half now. But he said a three and three of his last five. He's gonna get the. He's gonna get the attempts. I think I'll play a fun version of a plus two for. Because two plus would probably be. I wonder if I can give you a number on that right now. All right, I can get two plus threes on Marvin Bagley for four thirty plus four. Dang, they should have made it plus four twenty plus four thirty. <laughs> I, I will sprinkle. I will sprinkle on Bagley to hit two threes this game for plus for plus four thirty, and just say that he tries to pull one of the bigs outside the paint. All right. Uh, anything else? No, I'm good. Okay, before we get to the next game, the slate, gotta talk to you about Shady Rays because sh- look, all the kids kick off the New Year's with Shady Rays. They're the premium sunglasses where not only do they have shades, but they have snow goggles as well. They're super clear, super dope, super, and it's so many styles that you can find whichever type of shades is perfect for you. Look. Don't listen to me. Listen to Andrew Robb. Listen to Sean. Listen to Scott. Listen to everybody that has Shady Rays because I'm still waiting for mine to come in the mail. Thank you, Shady Rays. I'm just, you know, I'm here. I'm here, guys. I'm here. I might have gave them the wrong address. I'm not going to lie. So I might have to go to the other house and look at that. But so they've donated over four or over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. And if you don't love them, you can exchange a new pair or return them for free 30 days. No risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off two pairs, two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shades rated by over 200,000 people, five stars. We're also brought to you by Sword Vitality. And self-care is cool. Self-care is manly, but be proud of it. Be proud that you use Sword Vitality. Unsheath your sword and let your partner know you are here and you are here to stay. And it's okay because this is a very natural problem that people have. But you don't have to go and do these suspect gas station pills. You don't got to go on Craigslist and find this little uh, recipe or anything like that. No. First, you manscape yourself. Then you make sure everything is working and you have an amazing night. Increases the blood flow so that you can increase your stamina and make sure everything is good. So don't hide it. No, no, don't hide it. This is nothing to be ashamed about. Be proud. Be proud to unsheath your sword with Sword Vitality. Visit SwordVitality.com, promo code SGPN for a nice discount at checkout. That's SwordVitality.com, promo code SGPN. All right. Let's see here. Who, dang, who is next? I'm over here. I'm getting lost in the sauce. Okay. That's my boys. We have the Washington Wizards on the road going to play the New York Knicks. Knicks are laying 12. Open up at 9.5. Now it's up to 12. 2.23 is the total injury report for these two teams and for the New York Knicks. You know, Randall's done for basically the rest of the regular season with that ankle injury. We'll reevaluate him before the playoffs. Uh, Dwayne Washington, Quan 
Jeffries both out. Derrick Rose is questionable. Bradley Beal, Kyle Kuzma, and Kristaps Porzingis all out. Monty Morris is questionable. All right. I mean, it is a large number with the Knicks at home. That's probably like the only <laughs> negative side of it. Yeah. I mean, much like the, the Orlando game, I liked it better at nine and a half, obviously, than, than what it is now. Um, I probably just pivot to a Knicks first quarter, first half play. So I split a unit on first quarter, first half. Um, it is a large number, but I mean, Washington has been inconsistent as of late. Uh, three, six, and one ATS the last 10. They struggle as a dog. I mean, 21 26 uh, ATS as a dog. They don't have, you know, much to defend the Knicks on the interior. Um, Brunson should be able to get downhill and get what he wants. Those guards are going to have a field day against the Washington guards. Um, I can't look any other way but to the Knicks laying the points, but I probably will be on um, the Knicks first quarter, first half, just split a unit on that. Um, Third points per possession offense is the Knicks, 21st points per possession allowed on defense for the Wizards. So I think the Knicks have a really, really easy time getting points here. Might pivot to the team total over also. So, yeah, I like the Knicks here. Um, It is a big number, but I'd rather lay it than, than, than take the points with the Wizards. Oh, shame me once. <laughs> shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times. We can't get fooled again. And the last time that the Knicks were in a situation like this. I said that the Knicks would just go ahead and handle business. And Torian Prince came in here and did <laughs> MSG things and dropped 35 points in a win. So I will not do it again because this is such a surefire way for the Knicks to just get a very, very easy win here, not have to sweat or anything. However, somebody's going to come into Madison Square Garden today and somebody's going to get the ghost of Michael Jordan to come over their body. And they're going to feel like that they're going to have to go crazy today. So, oh, it's Siakam's birthday. All right. Well, thank you for letting me know. I didn't check the birthday list today. Well, guess I have to add Siakam uh, point slider to the play today. Okay. As far as this... Somebody say Kisser. I like that play. Yeah, Kisser. He's been shooting the cover off the wall. It's, I actually really like Kisser. Because he can because if, if he gets hot from three, oh my gosh. But where who else has the value of just having their moment in the sun? Denny Avia. Do we I was about to say, do we just go back to Denny Avia? Yeah, man. Points, rebounds, and assists over 28 and a half. He had a rough night uh, in Orlando. 2 for 14 and 0 for 6 from 3, so I'm pretty sure he's going to bounce back today. Uh, I mean, him and the Kispert are pretty much the only offense that they have. So, I think both of those guys has, have good nights. I'm on, I'm on both of those uh, props. Pretty heavy, action. Yeah. What's obvious double-double at? 
Oh, um, plus 145. It's no fun. Gafford's at plus 320, though. That's interesting. I didn't get we didn't get our RJ. Oh, look and RJ RJ went down to eight to one. It was seventeen what hey y'all it was seventeen to one the other day. You see that they're trying to it was seventeen to one the other day. Now he's down to eight and they dropped Brunson down crazy too. Uh Brunson's down to four to one for a double double. Look at them trying to they they be trying. They be trying. All right. Yeah, it's it's kisser and it's Obdia for me. Uh, we talked about props a little bit. Did you have anything on the total? No, nah, I didn't. Uh, probably just lean. To, probably lean to the under. No, I don't know. If, I don't know if the Wizards can score uh, on the Knicks defense. Knicks have been playing really good defensively. Yeah. So uh, I'll probably lean to the under. Yeah. All right. Next game on the slate, we have... Yeah, I'm on under. I don't really have anything. Next game, we have the Phoenix Suns playing the OKC Thunder. Thunder came off of the bodega to show up to play this game. <laughs> Line opened up at six, down to five and a half. 237 is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have... For OKC, uh, pretty clean. Kenrich Williams is on IR. And for the Suns, clean injury report there. So it looks like both of these two teams are pulling out majority of the stops, if not all the stops here. Are you laying five and a half on the road with the Suns? Yeah, I probably will. Um, I think that uh, – I don't think Oklahoma City right now is is set up, like you were saying earlier, they don't uh, – they just have all the opportunity in the world. And even against lesser competition, like they just haven't been able to – to spread their wings and get into a good rhythm. Even I think SGA dropped 39 the other night and they lost. Um, they had to hang on by tipping from Jalen Williams. Um, and the Suns are, they, they're getting, they're getting that camaraderie and their, you know, their chemistry up. I think they come in here. I think they might wax the thunder here, to be honest with you. Um, they've won four in a row, covered three of the last five. Uh, they're pretty good as a favorite, 27 and 20 ATS. Defense is where they look the best since KD's return. They have allowed 105 or less in, in three straight games, four straight games, I'm sorry, which would bode well for unders because they've played in three straight unders. Um, OKC's defense has struggled as of late, allowed 120 plus in the last three games, in two of the last three games. Uh, and those teams were bottom five offenses. So I can only imagine what Phoenix is probably capable of doing. They also are middle of the pack and defending the mid-range, which is not – you want to be at least you know, above average in defending the mid-range because Booker and KD going to roast you on, on a pick and roll. So, yeah, all avenues point to me, loving Phoenix here, laying the points. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they win by doubles here. Yeah, no. I am all over the Oklahoma City Thunder in this spot. Give me the Thunder plus five and a half. Sprinkle on the money line. And – it's really because you got to understand the makeup of this Thunder team and what spots they get up for, what spots they don't. The reason that they've been losing these past few games is because these are not games that this roster, this team, ever get up for, ever. 
games where they are favored, games where they have expectations, games where you think that they're going to just go ahead and run through. That is always when the Thunder like lets you down. They are a dog team. I love getting them as a road dog. I love getting them as a home dog even more. And so, I mean, look at these last Indiana, Detroit, Charlotte, Portland. I mean, the last game they got up for was the Lakers, was when they were playing, you know, the back-to-back game set in L.A. How do you get up when you're playing Portland? Uh, I lost it. But Portland, Charlotte, Detroit, Indiana, like, you don't get up for those games. Now you're playing against Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant. Like, this is this is going to be and, – and look at the next games they have go to finish the stretch, which is really crazy that they should have just won the easy games. Right, that's what I'm saying. Because right. you have Golden State on the road next, then you have the Jazz on the road, and then you're welcoming Memphis to end the year. You should have won the easy games while you could, but I still don't think they're out of it. These are This is the spot. Like, they just wanted to make it – this is – they wanted to make it sweaty. They wanted to make it – interesting this is like the climax of the movie and they like the script is written the script is written and they're following into it they're going to get up for this game they are 100 percent getting up for this game and i think that you're going to get all good spots i'm all over the over but i like okc to make this a close one and potentially shock the phoenix suns outright so I will take OKC in this spot. Totals at two thirty-seven. What do you like? Yeah, I like the over. Um, I mentioned the OKC's defense has been slacking as of late against bottom feeder offenses, and I think Phoenix has a way better offense than anybody they played in the last five games or six games, however long that stretch was that you just listed out. Um, Oklahoma City could have some success um, scoring the ball, especially with SGA going against Chris Paul. I mean. Pretty sure he had to go against him in practice when they were in when Chris Paul was in OKC, so it shouldn't be a problem for him. I mean, scoring on anybody shouldn't be a problem for for SGA, but I do like the wing depth that they have uh, for Oklahoma City. Uh, I think they'd be able to score some here, and um, I'll let the over. I think it's gonna be a, a lot of points, fun game, a lot of points. Yeah, I'm all over over because I think that SGA is probably going for like 50 today. He had 40 against them last time out, and. Yeah, so this this season he has 32 and 40 versus the Phoenix Suns. Yikes. So clearly on SGA over 31. It's actually like dead at 31 too. So clearly on his on his prop there. I think that Josh Giddy. What I am curious, I am uh, on the boards. Aiton should really dominate the boards. Yeah, today. Like yeah. he should have a close to 20, 20 plus rebound day. What's Aiton's board prop? Is that nine and a half? Yeah, man. Short. I was gonna bring it up, but go ahead, take it away. Oh no! No, hold on. What can we? Let's see. Where can we get? This number, no way, no way we sit there and let that sit at nine and a half. All right, I see a 12 plus for plus 185, 14 for plus 
I mean, it's just the easy rebounds. Like he, he, you know, my boy love those easy rebounds, and that's all you get with OKC. Them easy. You don't gotta battle with nobody. You can just go ahead. All right. Uh, and then I think um, Giddy assists. That was the other prop that I had written down here. And yeah, I like his, Josh Giddy like to have a pretty solid assist game here. His prop is at five and a half minus one fifty. I think I want to actually take that up a little bit, but look where he's been around that number this season playing against the uh, playing against the Suns six, five and five. I think this is a lot better offensive day. I think that more of those role players for OKC really, really step up here today. I like Isaiah Joe to hit his threes today. I think that J Dub's going to have a pretty good game here today. And so uh, yeah, I'm all over. I'm all over a lot of different uh, thunder prop today. But what do you? Anything you like that I haven't mentioned? No, nah, I mean I think you pretty much brought it up. I like KD um, points, rebounds over. But yeah. other th- other than that, um, I don't think that we can just let Aiton's number be that low. That's just that's crazy. But I was literally gonna say that. But hey, man, as long as if we're on the same side, I like it. I like it. I the chat's going back and forth about this game and Dallas and the Thunder. I, I I'm just telling you, it is such like I can un, I completely understand why so many people are betting Phoenix because you look at OKC what they've done against the bad teams. But I've been doing this long enough to know that when that good team comes up on the schedule. Just watch out for OKC today. I think that this could be a, a really fun OKC game. All right, let's move on. Next game of the slate. Uh, Los Angeles Lakers playing the Houston Rockets. Lakers are laying 11.5. Open up at 12 now at 11.5. 236.5 is the total. Let's see here. Rockets. Deshaun Tate is out for the Lakers. Anthony Davis is in, and LeBron James is questionable. So 11.5 here with the Lakers. Yeah, I'll lay it with the Lakers. Um, they've covered one and covered four of the last five. They're playing really, really well on both sides of the ball. Um, outside of that, Chicago lost. Uh, lost. Uh, I think it was they. It was the first leg of the back to back. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, it was the first leg because they beat them in the second leg. Yeah. So uh, outside of that game, man, they've been playing extremely well. Uh, LeBron's getting acclimated to some of those guys. Me and playing with some of those guys. Um, Houston, I think, is in a, a complete mismatch here. Uh, they foul a lot, 27th on free throw rate, uh, 24th, I'm sorry, on free throw rate defense. The Lakers get to the line at a top five rate in the NBA. So AD, LeBron, they should feast in the paint. Um, Houston's allowed 120 plus in three of the last five games. Uh, they turn the ball over a lot. They're the highest turnover team in the NBA, which could lead to easy, fast break points for uh, for the Lakers here. Man, I, I just don't see a path to victory or the Lakers blow. The Lakers should blow them out by 15, 20 points easily. Um, they're not prone to lose by double digits either. They failed to cover 12 and a half, 13 and 14 in three of the last five games. So uh, I think the Lakers roll here, uh, dominate inside Braun and, and AD inside the paint. So, um, ZM, it says, so here I'm looking at two different sites and one says Anthony Davis is probable. The other one says Anthony Davis is in. So it looks like he's going to play. Yeah, I don't I mean, see any. I don't see any doubtful. I see all is basically questionable, but I mean, yeah, it says here's my thing. This Houston team gets up for the Lakers. 
The Lakers haven't covered this number in five straight games versus the Rockets. They've actually lost two of those games outright. Yeah, they lost without uh, AD and Braun last week or a few weeks ago. This team gets up for the Lakers. Even with AD and Braun out there, I think this team still gets up for the Lakers. And it it gives them problems. And if you're telling me that I have a Kevin Porter Jr. that's locked in, a Jalen Green that's locked in, we know how Shankun gets down. He's been playing really well. Like, they have the scoring and the options on their team where they can kind of pick apart this Lakers defense. And if somebody just gets going, then it can. I'm, I'm going Houston plus 11 and a half here. I'm, yeah, I'm going with Houston. Give me Houston to get, and I'm sprinkling on the money line. I'm sorry. They get up for this team. Like, there's been too many times that they played this team, and it's these are single digit games. It's not like they're just like barely, like, these are like in within. Let me see. So, all right, I'll throw out the last one because it was Houston plus two and a half. Okay, cool. But you have the Lakers minus seven and a half. They covered that. Well, the Lakers covered that. Yeah, so Lakers got that cover. It was an eight-point game there. You have Lakers minus six. That was a nine-point game. Oh, well, I read that wrong. The Lakers actually have been covering a couple of these. But then you have a ten and a half for the Lakers, and that was a two-point game. Like, it's it's plenty of scoring. I like the over more. I think that's the play that I'm really on because I just think that this Houston team isn't going to stop. Like, they're just incredibly annoying. They've been in terms of scoring, and they've actually gotten a lot of decent scoring. They've been in the game. They held that game and got us the cover against the Nets. What was it? Yeah, the Nets. So I'm going to just go ahead and take the 11 and a half, but I like that over more. I think that's the play that I like. And just saying that while the Lakers defense has been playing a lot better, I'm positive the Lakers are going to score in this game. And I think Houston is going to do their part. 236 and a half feels a little bit short for these two, two these two teams. I thought I was going to see it closer to 240. Yeah, I don't um, I don't disagree. I like the Lakers team total more. They, they, they should be able to dominate on the inside, like, 80, 80 should go for, for like 40 and 40 and 20 here. No, they got no resistance um, at the rim. 27th in rim percentage defense. So 80 and if Bron's been posting up a lot more. So I think they get what they want on the inside. Uh, Bron is really just working himself back. Like he's not even trying. Like he's yeah, really yeah, yeah, just yeah, working yeah. himself back. And that's, but that makes me feel better. Cause I'm just like, all right, like, you know, the Lakers care, but don't care. They just want to get the win. Ultimately, and that's what, like, they just want to get the win. They're not out here to be trying to blow teams out or trying to run the score up on them. Like, they're just trying to play good ball, do enough to get the win. That can fall into a seven, eight point game. Whereas Houston's going to play hard till the end buzzer. And that's ultimately, I think it's a backdoor cover for Houston. 11 and a half. Yeah. All right. Props. Yeah, eighty. Like I mentioned, points and rebounds over. Um, that's the only one that I love. Probably we'll look at Anthony Davis. Part. Probably probably we'll look at uh, Jabari uh, threes over. I didn't see it on the board when I looked earlier. Um, let me look and see if I, if they put it up. Uh, I didn't see it earlier. Um, let's see. Um, Jabari, yeah, so one and a half at plus money. So I, I, I like that. That's a really good look. 
Uh, he's going to get a lot of looks, especially in the in the drop coverage that that the Lakers play. So I like him over uh, one and a half threes made. Yeah, I am so good on Anthony Davis props. Like, I promise you, I'm straight. I don't need to. I do not need to look Anthony Davis. We got that uh, ladder with him against Chicago. I'm just going to take my winnings and run because he even got hurt in that game. Was that not the game he got hurt in? Yeah, 38-17, though, I mean. Yeah, I I, I got that ladder. And I kind of said that if he didn't give it to me, I was going to you know, blacklist Anthony Davis. But sometimes when you when you hot on the table, you just got to take your money and run. And I'm going to take my money and run. I'm really good on betting Anthony Davis. He's just playing like he does it. And the fact that he did roll his ankle just makes me think he's going to play even softer because he's trying not to get hurt and he's trying to make sure he's available for the playoffs. So he's very, very cautious about what he's doing out there. And I'm really just good on it. I'll go another way and take D'Angelo Russell over 17 and a half points. And I'll ladder D'Angelo Russell. I think this is a, a chance for D'Angelo Russell to have a really good game against a backcourt that really doesn't take any exception into defending at all and we know how shankoon gets down if russell gets past the guards he's gonna have an easy look at the bucket so i think that this is a really big d'angelo russell game i like d'angelo russell here over 17 and a half and uh shankoon rebounds is still sitting there at eight and a half at plus 140 i think i like a double double for shankoon today what can i find that at Plus 145. I don't hate that. Troy Brown. I, I wish Darvin Ham just leave Troy Brown off the fucking floor. <laughs> they say reverse ladder for AD. Hey, because if no he way. go down early, no way, if he goes down, no, no, but was it like was it not last game he turned his ankle? Yeah, he did. But he, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. He I get finished, it. I get he finished the game. I get he finishes the game. If I'm I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying it ain't boy. Look, I, I can't believe we here in 2023 and we saying that we're debating if we're taking Anthony Davis props, but it's a really good debate. Like <laughs> it I is mean, a very it. serious yeah, I mean, debate it's, here. It's, it's injury history. Yeah, I get it. But I mean, like, I'm just saying, I think he's about to play so soft after rolling that ankle. Like, I think he is about to play so soft and just making sure he doesn't get hurt. I'm going to tweet, right. tweet out AD stats whenever he has like 35 and 20. I mean, shoot, if you look at the past few games, it's it's only once in the past month that he's what, – what, let's go back. 38-17, uh, 38-9, 15-9, uh, 37-15, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38-9, 38
I don't think anybody that's been betting Anthony Davis recently is just going to be like, oh, yeah, he's straight. He's going to get 25 points easy. Like, that's the difference of what how he's been playing recently. All right. Let's move on to – we got three more games here in the slate. Two of these games are really good. So, Philadelphia 76ers are on the road. Back in Milwaukee, playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks open up as four and a half point favorite. Is now Bucks minus five. Two thirty six and a half is the total. Injury report here, and we have Tobias Harris not on the injury report because of an illness. And Milwaukee Bucks, we have Javon Carter's questionable. Uh, Thanasis is suspended. Okay, and Miles Leonard is out. Okay, all right. What are you doing here with the Bucks laying five at home? And yeah. the last time they played, I believe that was the last game, was when – was that the last game these two teams – yeah, it was the last game these two teams played where Philly was came back and won 133-130 on the road. So two straight wins for the Philadelphia 76ers against this team. They are 2-1 and one on the season versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, they couldn't contain Harden or Embiid. Both of them had 30 and 10, which both of them had 10 assists. Um, so those two and Maxi were the only three guys that did it. I mean, they're, they're big three. They couldn't contain them. Uh, all three of those guys had really, really good games. I think uh, Niang had maybe like 15. He was the only other guy to score doubles. But, um, you know, Phillies played a tough six or seven game stretch. Um, some, of it, some of it with their players in and out of lineup, they still covering. They've covered seven of the last 10, including three in a row. Really good uh, on the road, 21-17 ATS. But I think Milwaukee's out for a statement win here. I think that after that embarrassing loss to Boston at home, they're going to come out fired up. They should be they should be fired up. It's pre- basically a must win because if they lose here, they only I think Boston's only a half game back from that one seed. So a big game for them. I think they come out ready to play 21-16 and uh, one ATS at home. They're 62% ATS as a favorite. Uh, they do a good job of defending without fouling, which is something you need to do with Embiid and Harden on the floor together. So I think Milwaukee comes out here and has a big night. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they win by 10, 11 plus on, on Philly tonight. All right. I am also on the Milwaukee Bucks here. And... One, I get the line movement in their favor. That's really good, just in terms of a line prospect. Sharps are also on Milwaukee. You got 58% of the money being 58% of the bets on the Bucks. No, on the 76ers. I'm sorry. 58% of the bets on the 76ers. 57% of the money on the Bucks. So low bets, higher dollars there, like that. And. And just looking like the narrative, like you said, is there, too. They need to have a really good game after getting killed on their home floor against Boston. You you're sitting there. You're still fighting for the one seed with what do the Bucks have? Five games left. Yeah, four. Yeah, Yeah, five games left. Now, granted, you know, relatively you have Washington and Bulls next and then you have. Grizzlies and Raptors. So I'm not going to say it's a cake, cupcake schedule, but it's not as hard as, as you expect. This is like the last game where you are like, hey, this, and it's again, that type of playoff atmosphere, I think, is going to be in this game a little bit. And so 
I'm rolling with the Bucks here. I think the Bucks are the better team. I expect to see a better game from Drew Holiday after he had that 51 piece and then no showed against the uh, the Celtics. I think that we'll have a better Chris Milton game here. I'm on the trio for the Milwaukee Bucks to just kind of lead this team and show out. And then coming off the bench, I think Bobby Portis really, really has a good matchup here. And just that one, they underutilize Paul Reed coming off the bench. So I don't, I don't believe that there's anybody size statue wise where they're really going to contest Bobby Portis on the boards or in the post. I think that Bobby Portis really, really can add a very good game coming off the bench for the Bucks and be that kind of X factor for them. I see his points at 10 and a half and his rebounds at six and a half. I like both of those to go over. All right. What is your totals at two thirty six and a half? Yeah, probably lean under. Uh, thinking, like you said, it's going to be a high intensity game. So I think both defenses show up. And like I said, the main thing with Philly is you can't put them on the line. Milwaukee doesn't doesn't foul a lot, so that'll keep them off the line. So that's a, a little bit of a, a victory there. I think after that blitzing, I mean, Milwaukee's going to be really, really intense uh, on defense. Um, so I like the under here. I know Scott's not here today. But I'm just torn on this total. So, do you want to play a game? Why not? Let's play a game. Let's play a game of whose ref is it anyways? <laughs> and for this game, it's like we have Josh Tilvin, for, who is the crew chief in charge of this game. Josh is 23 and 31 to the home team. But that total is 32 and 27. With a total up to 29.7. So he's an over ref, but the total his total points are a little bit lower. And who we have Mitchell Irving backing him up. We check Mitchell's stats here. He is 33 and 27 to the over with 33. Point six total points in the game. So we got two over refs. The number isn't there yet, but this is a high total. Two over refs. Let's, can we go three for three with the last ref is Derek Collins. And Derek Collins is... Where you at? Oh, is he not on here? Oh, there we go. All right. Oh. <sighs> And there we go. It's always one, eight and 15 to the over 225 and a half. But we do get the crew chief as an over ref. That'll be enough to push it for me. I'll take the over 236 and a half. Man, I was ready to break out the game today. I didn't have anything that I was really, you know, that I cared much about. But this was a big game. And I felt like we need to break out the game for that. So, all right. I'm on over 236.5, and it's some line movement to the over as well. I didn't realize that, but 233.5 is where it opened. So three-point line move. All right. Props. Any other props you have for that one? I kind of made my case for Bobby Portis already. Yeah, I kind of like Portis also, um, but I'm more so leaning to Giannis' uh, points, rebounds, and assists. Um, I think he has a big night. Other than that, yeah, I don't like much um, prop-wise. So... Of course, I think Giannis points has a good night, but let's look at Giannis's because I want to. Let's look at Giannis last 
1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 15 games against the Bucks in the regular season. I mean, not the Bucks against the 76ers. Let's look at Giannis' 15, last 15 games against 76ers in the regular season. And we're going to look at his rebounds because his rebounds prop is at 12 and a half. I see it for best available line at... Where are you at, Giannis? No, 11 and a half. Well, minus 150. So 12 and a half is plus money. Here we go. 15 games, last 15 games in the regular season. 13, 14, 13, 14, 11, 16, 14, 16. Wow, I lost my place because it's just so many high numbers here. 15, 17, 20, 14, 13, 16, 18. Maybe y'all didn't hear that. 18, 16, <laughs> 13, 14, 20, 17, 15, 16, 14, 16, 11, 14, 13, 14, 13. I mean, that's 15-game sample size. That is a 15-game sample size there. We know how unserious Joel Embiid can be on the boards. Like, we all know this. He can be completely unserious on the boards. I expect this to be an over game. I think that they're going to get up a lot of shot attempts. If Joel Embiid is not challenging him for offensive rebounds, Giannis can walk into this number very, very easily, as he's done over the past 15 games. <laughs> 14 of the last 15 games, he's cashed this prop. 14 of the last 15 games. I'm on Giannis over 12 and a half rebounds. It's pretty plain and simple. All right. Anything else you got? No, that's it. That's it. Okay. Let's go on to the... Uh, you said Giannis triple-double. Mm, you know... I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't really be playing this triple double when Middleton and Holiday are in the lineup because both of those do a lot. Both of those guys do a lot of ball handling. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's just not like I feel like they don't adjust the line enough. Like it's ten to one for his triple double right now. I feel like with those guys in the lineup, that's got to be like closer to twenty. Like it's got to be closer to twenty. I think so. So I'm good on this triple double. All right. Let's hurry up and finish these last two games strong. We've got the Indiana Pacers playing the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland is laying 12 and a half, open up at 11 and a half. 231 is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Cavs, Jared Allen is questionable. Isaac Curl is out. And for the Pacers, Halliburton is out. As you know, Turner is questionable. Duarte is out. All right, 12 and a half with the Cavs. Yeah, out of all the double-digit favorites, I think this probably is the more likely one to cover. Um, the Cavs got they got blitzed in that fourth quarter. Or was it It was maybe late third, early fourth when the Knicks pulled away from them. Um, but the, the defense has struggled a bit as of late back-to-back games, allowing 120-plus points. Um, I think they should come out with a little bit of urgency here and, and blow Indiana out of the water. I mean, from start to finish, should be a wire to wire job. Uh, Indiana's allowed 120 plus in three of the last five games. Uh, they failed to cover in seven of the last 10 games. Um, their totals have been going under, but they were it's mainly because they're in the mid 240s. So 
I don't think they'll be able to score on, on this Cleveland defense. So I, I like Cleveland here. Uh, I'll lay the number. Also like them more in the first quarter um, with Indiana being the worst first quarter ATS team in the NBA. All right. I yeah, I'm I'm on Cleveland here. I'm just trying to get me something to back it up. That for the most part, again, thirty and nine at home, really really good home team. So when you lose at home like that, like you know, you really come out with a better efficiency. And I'm just kind of going back through some of the losses that they had at home, and the one home loss that they had in the month of March was to uh well two two because of the Knicks at the end of the month. But the one before that was to the 76ers and they came out and absolutely blitzed Washington. Washington was a five and a half point dog. They won that game 117-94. I'm going here to February. I probably should have did this beforehand, but you know, it is what it is. Uh 15 and 109 to the Nuggets. They lost to the Nuggets had a road game, then came back the next home game after losing at home. They were a seven-point favorite versus the Toronto Raptors. They beat them 118-93. Let's, so that's two. Um, Let's go here. When was that next? And looky here. So Miami Heat beat them 197 at home. They come back the next home game, and they beat the Memphis Grizzlies 128-113. That's three. Uh, I'm and this is yeah, this is in January, and this is pretty, but like you see where I'm going with this. Yeah. They get back in blood. Here we go. We have another one still in the month of January. Here, remember that game where they lost to Golden State as 10 and a half point favorites at home? Come back the next game, play the Milwaukee Bucks, beat them 114 102. Like this Cleveland team, when they lose at home, they. When talk about get that shit back in blood, they get it back in blood. Like they do not take home losses lightly. They get it back in blood. I'm on all, all over the Cleveland Cavs here to completely run the Pacers out of the gym. I like the Cavs minus 12 and a half. Total sitting here at where's this total at? 231. I'll let you know right now. I'm on the under and it's for a lot of the reasons that I just labeled out. When you listen to the points totals that I gave you, you had two teams in the 90s and you had the Bucks, who were probably the best offensive team out of that group. Well, yeah, the uh, they had 113 against the Grizzlies, but the Bucks only scored 102 when the Cavs were getting it back in blood. I think that the Cavs lock in defensively and they completely shut Indiana out of this game especially if Jared Allen is able to play in this game as well. So I'm on the under in this game. I don't think uh, Indiana keeps up the scoring. I like an Indiana team total under as well. What do you like? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't y'all don't even want to expand anymore. I think you pretty much laid it out. I love the Indiana team total under. Um, Cleveland should suffocate them defensively. I mean, after that poor effort um, late in that game against the Knicks, I think they, they bury him here and, and don't allow them to score over 100. All right. Props, anything you like prop-wise? Uh, Mobile points and rebounds over 28 and a half. It's got a favorable matchup with, you know, Indy not having a lot of interior and rim protection, so he should be able to dominate. And J- Jared Allen was questionable, or was he doubtful? He's questionable. 
Yeah. So even without even with them, I still like it. Uh, but obviously, without him, is it's even more um, of a bigger play for me. But I think he has a monster game today, especially if Miles Turner plays and Jared Allen doesn't play. Because mm-hmm. that that pick and roll with Garland and Moby, and me and Scott was talking about this the other day. The pick and roll with Garland and Moby is literally unfair. Like that is an unfair pick. That might be one of the best pick and rolls like combinations in the league. Like they have such a good connection. They're both so extremely talented on the offensive end. Yeah, I like Garland over seven and a half assists today. I think this is a double double game for Darius Garland. Honestly, I think he can get the ten plus assists because they're gonna they're gonna punch them in the mouth early and they're gonna get a lot of this stuff done. I see his double double at two to one. I will sprinkle two to one on Darius Garland double double. Um, and I'm afraid to take like any type of assist props with Nimhard or anything because I really think that they're about to smother the Pacers in this game defensively, and it's gonna get to a point where it's no point in the starters for the Pacers playing anymore. So, all right, let's move on to our last game of the slate. We have the golden state warriors traveling to play the Denver nuggets. Nuggets are, were laying three. They're now laying two and a half. The line literally just watched that line move at a bunch of different books at the same time. A two thirty eight is the, what it opened at totals now down to two thirty three and a half. This is Road Warriors here because this game is being played in Denver. Andrew Wiggins, we know, is out. It's pretty much it. Same lineup for the Warriors. Jokic is questionable. Jamal Murray is probable. Michael Porter Jr. is probable. Uh, KCP is probable. What do you like here, Nuggets versus the Warriors in Denver? Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to know about Joker before I bet the game. Um, I want to take Denver in the home role, but I want Joker to be in. Even if he's not in, I would rather just wait and get a better number and take and take Denver. So either way, I like Denver just as far as like betting wise on a number. Just want to make sure you get the better the better number. Obviously, if Joker's ruled out, the line's probably going to shift a little bit more. Um, and we all know the Warriors road troubles. I, I told I don't know if you were you weren't on, but yeah, I told Scott and Munafi. I'm kind of out on the Warriors. I don't I don't I don't think they're anything special um, going forward. Just the lack of defense and the lack of interior presence, which is why I want Joker to be in because he'll roast Looney and Draymond uh, all all day. So mm. I, I, I like Denver here. Um, Murray, like you said, Murray and Porter are in. I think they have big games. You know, the Golden State. I mean, I just I just don't get it with them right now. Just I, I got to see more of it to to become a believer again. But Joker ruled in. Um, I'll love the the Nuggets even more if you threw it out. I still like them. Uh, I'll I'll be playing them either way. Just waiting for the Joker news to come down. I mean, I think this is where the championship mentality of the Warriors come in. You're in April. We understand. Let me get the updated numbers. What's the updated numbers on? Uh, hold on. What's the what's their updated road numbers? The war. So you're in April. You've understand that you haven't fixed this problem all year. You're nine and twenty nine on the road. So you're telling me that you may or may not have Jokic in this game. 
without Jokic, this team is one of the worst teams in all of basketball. <laughs> this is a potential first round matchup preview, depending on how the if they lose this game, well, that actually could be an angle, lose this game and get them in the first round. Uh, I'm taking the Warriors. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Warriors. You don't, there's no, there's no look at if Jokic is playing in this game. I assume because he's questionable, he's going to end up being a game time decision and then end up being ruled in. But we've seen we've seen the Warriors be able to handle this Nuggets team in the past. Like I just think that the Warriors outside shooting and their guard play is just too much. And they don't have a win against them this season knowing how they normally handle this team. Like do they get do they really get swept by the Nuggets in one season? I mean, hey, it's Golden State, man. It's it's road Golden State. I mean, yeah, but nobody played. I don't think because until what Denver was laying seven and a half that last time. Did anybody play? I don't think. Uh, I don't think Steph played in that game. I think he was still hurt. Steph is really like it's really Steph for me. So if I take, I'm not just taking Golden State. On their own, I, I I will do a parlay, and I'll parlay it with Steph. I would not just play gold because there's no value on it. I don't think there's any value on on a nine and twenty nine team getting what's the money line of this game? Um, plus one fifteen. Yeah. yeah, there's no value. Like there's no value on that. If if they do get their get to double digit wins on the road this season <laughs> it's going to be on the back of Steph Curry and so I would rather take a Steph Curry up to like 35 plus points prop and go to state money line and get something crazy for that and make it worth my while then one take Denver in a spot like Denver does not care about these games and I don't even know if Jokic is playing because if they if they hit a block, if they rule out Jokic late, this line flips to Golden State being a favor easy. So yeah, I'll just listen, take, yeah. so I'll yeah. take as much I'll take as much as I can now, and I'll get uh, Steph, and I'll just sit here and say Steph has a masterclass game in Denver, which he's done before, and take the extra juice on that. So yeah, I'm gonna go Warriors. What uh totals at what is this total at two thirty three and a half? Yeah, I like down. it. Yeah, I like that over. Um, I don't think I think both offenses have success here. Uh, I don't see any team getting a lot of stops. I mean, Golden State struggling defensively. Denver, we all know, has their struggles defensively. Um, some of those guys are banged up, so I mean, I guess they're still gonna play, but. I'm pretty sure they're going to exert more effort on the offensive end than the defensive end, especially Michael Porter Jr. Mm. But if Jokic doesn't play, there's no – like that offense slows down and that offense does is not as proficient for the Nuggets.
I don't know. It just. Mm. I guess I guess I'll go over, <laughs> but I don't. I guess I'll go over because I I don't like it, but I, I guess I'll go over. I'll probably change my mind before the day's over. I'm not gonna lie. All right, player props that you like in this one. Yeah, I like Michael Porter Jr. over his points. I like him over his threes made. Uh, Golden State has trouble defending the three. They are 25th in uh, non-corner three percentage defense, so anything not in the corner. Michael Porter Jr. usually operates uh, transition threes, uh, wing threes, so I think he has a good night um, shooting the ball. I, I like Jamal Murray. I like his points and assists. Uh, I like I love these even more if, if Joker's not, but I still like him even if he's in, so it's still a go either way. Um I think he has a good night against poor defense from from Golden State. So especially on the wing, so I like those two. Um, I told you I'm on Steph. I think Steph has a really big game today. I am on Draymond's over seven and a half assists today, and I just think that this is offensively Golden State's going to click It's whether they'll be able to step up defensively enough. And I think that's why I, I kind of shifting towards the, uh, the under, because I like Golden State more in this game. And if they do win this game, they're going to have to step it up defensively. I don't think that they're going to go, you know, a complete shootout with a full strength Denver team. And, you know, the line is too close for me. So I think they have to step it up defensively if they're going to have a really, really good win here. But uh, Draymond Green is the leader of this offense. And I think that with the off-ball movement that Steph has and how Draymond Green kind of can facilitate the ball, that he's going to boost Draymond's assist up a lot in this game. So uh, I, I am – I haven't gotten there, but I did think about a Draymond assist ladder today. I did consider that. But I will just stick with the original prop – it's at about even money for over seven and a half assists. All right. That's it. That was a long card. We are two hours in. Let's go ahead and get to our lock and dog. Lante, I will let you go first. What do you like on Yeah, today? so for the for the lock, I'm going to cast first quarter, minus four and a half. Uh, I think it's a good spot for them. Uh, we both really like uh, the Cavs in that spot full game, but I think I'll, I'll get in and get out with uh, the Cavs first quarter as the lock minus four and a half. Um, the dog, I guess I'm going to just go with Dallas. I don't know why. I just got a funny feeling about Dallas. So I'll just play Dallas on the money line and lose my money. So that's what I like. I just don't like any other dogs that much to, to put money on them. Okay. That's insane that you would say that with Utah staring you right in the face. But Man, I, everybody I, knows. I know you were going to take Utah. I no, uh, no. Everybody knows I don't ever give out Utah as a dog because everybody knows I'm already playing Utah. I, I'm not going to cheat the people out of a pick giving them out a system play. That's not how I roll. All right. For Malak, we are going to go to – this is a really big slate with a lot of games. Let's go with Milwaukee minus five. Milwaukee bounces back in a big way. They get it done against Philly. Not up and tie up that. I don't know how that tiebreaker stuff works, but I got to go figure it out. But at least tie the season series from 2-2 instead of 3-1 or, yeah, 3-1 loss on the series. So they tie up the season series. We get cover. Milwaukee minus five. 
for my dog. Uh, okay, C. Okay, C plus one eighty. Taking it done day. This is a this is a SGA spot. They just played a whole bunch of trash teams and had a very subpar subpar showing versus those bad teams. Now the big dogs come to town. I think uh, Daybolt, Dagbolt, whatever his name is. He's a. I think he's a good coach, and I think that he does make the adjustments and gets them a, a fire lit under them for the Suns coming into town. I'll take OKC plus one eighty. But you know, I'm on Utah. I'm gonna have some type of dog parlay going on here because I do like a couple of dogs in the slate. All right, that's it. Want to say anything else for people before we get about here? That's it, man. Bet responsibly. Oh, don't forget it's Malachi Branham. Like it's Malachi Branham, twenty plus is going to happen. They don't have the line out now, so I can't give it out. But Malachi twenty plus is going to happen. Other than that, I have nothing else to say. I mean, make sure you are subscribed to us on YouTube, NBA Gambling Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. There's sixty five people in here. Just like the video on your way out. Appreciate that. Love you for that. Don't be a coward. Uh, let's move to the Twitter page where you can follow us at SGPN NBA. We will be having a show tomorrow. Even though there's no episodes, we will be having a show tomorrow. Do I know what me and Moonoff are going to talk about? No, but we're going to come <laughs> up here and talk about something. And so we'll figure it out. We'll probably do a playoff preview type of uh, futures market type of episode. So see you all up here tomorrow with me and Moon off. Other than that, I really don't have anything else to say. No other way of ending the podcast. I'm just going to end it like this. We are out of here. Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm going to go get it.